This week on the program, did everybody get a good look at that red diaper? It's Zardoz. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Shadak. Eric Siska. Crush Cobbin. And we hate movies. The only one that didn't do one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning into our fine program. As always, if you're new to the show because you fucking love Sean Connery so much, we're a comedy show where we take an innocent look at some movies over the years and make fun of them regardless of how we actually feel about them. This week on the program, Zardoz from 1974, directed by John Borman. Let's uh, let's uh, let's all hold up on the innocent talk with this movie. <laughs> let's just back the fuck up well, on the innocent talk. This movie kind of rules, and John Borman kind of rules as well. I, I was agree. realizing watching this, I've seen very few John Borman movies. This was I, my first, man. Oh, really? You guys really? should watch Excalibur. I feel like it has a bit in common with this movie in in, uh-huh. in terms of nudity uh-huh. and. Uh, just his like John Borman, like you can see, like you know, I don't, I, I don't throw around the a word a lot. Um, Asshole, <laughs> no, you do. Uh, oh, yeah. is um, really great. I, you guys saw Deliverance too, though. So you, I, I've I never seen Deliverance. Oh, really? Oh, no. really see, good. So I've seen like his like weird seventies period because I've seen Deliverance. I've now seen Zardoz, which was two years after Deliverance. Uh and then three years after this movie was Exorcist to the Heretic, which my goodness, that's a bad movie. And yeah. He did uh, point blank as well, right? The Lee um, Marvin. Yes, um, which I've always wanted so to see that. Amazing yeah. oh, movie. Great. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And he did uh a Hell in the Pacific. It's just Lee Marvin uh versus Tashir Mafune. And um is am I saying that right? Mifune, I believe. Yeah, Mifune. It's just them two on an island fighting. <laughs> what? It's incredible. It's fucking Jesus. incredible. That oh, sounds man. awesome. I mean, yeah. I was I was kind of floored by this because this has got like your classic like um bad movie earmark. Like it's one of the worst Razzies and all this stuff. Oh, and I mean, like the fucking Razzies, man. Yeah, I was reading that trivia. I. I I had a lot of fun with it. I thought, I thought yeah. it was really good. I mean, it's not great. I don't think it works all the way, but I love what it's trying to do, and I love what it's doing as well. Steve, can I say, I, I, I don't make a plea often, but I really do think we could take over the Razzies and make it a, a five-star service. <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I agree. We can make it a global we brand should. that's not this fucking joke that it's been for the fucking last, what, two, three, four five decades we plus to, we would take out all the homophobia and transphobia that's all over them fuckers seriously yes. it's outrageous we need to muscle our way in there and for years <laughs> we've been talking about being pro-mafia and maybe we can find some common ground there yes get a crew to muscle for us take out the razzies I, I definitely now want this to happen so i get a business card that says like executive <laughs> director the razzies on it yeah absolutely that, that guy from sing sing who was in the mafia who sent us the letter yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Send See us another letter. Yeah. What, 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 what are you up to these days? Are you still a fan? If exactly. so, we have some place for money. And note to any federal agents listening, this is a joke satire parody. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, like the Raz, like the Razzies is like fucking basic ass bad movies like we're not talking about like you know movies that are barely released like those deserve razzies right not like yeah. movies like this that are trying to do something that you know maybe fall short of the mark depending on where you set your mark and and or right. are somewhat incoherent like this film might be yeah but at least it's like you know it's doing something there's art here it yeah. is yeah. doing something it's a thing that like <clears throat> and it's a it's a real trap when you're dealing with science fiction specifically is that idea of like when you're when your concept is so big but the budget is just not there right mm. like they made this movie for like a million dollars two hundred thousand of that went to connery goddamn oh. right <laughs> you're gonna fucking pay all oh, your pay you want to put me in a diaper that's gonna be two hundred thou did you read the the, the trivia about hit like fucking connery was like coupon clipping on this goddamn trip <laughs> he was driving himself to and from the production coupon and he told clipping. borman told borman to give him half of the budget they had for the driver in the car well if i'm driving i should get paid you're, 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 first of all you're saving money it's half the price but then if i'm driving i, sh I should get paid the rest of it can go to your weird cock movie uh <laughs> anyway and he stayed with the fucking borman family while he was there yeah. and like you just know he was plowing Borman's wife every night <laughs> probably oh. but at least he offered to pitch in rent money at yes. the end of the production I don't know, the, the Irish hotel market is garbage I mean just, I'll take a <laughs> bath on these Irish hotels listen Borman you've got a guest house I'll pay you 50 shillings a week or whatever the fuck you're worth. <laughs> All right, Borman, look, you got one or two options here. You let me in that guest house for the three months we're filming this weird penis movie, or I'm sleeping in your bed. <laughs> oh, Borman, let me ask you, are you a swinger? <laughs> you're now. <laughs> Anyone read that, uh, who the first choice of uh, yeah. Zed was supposed yeah. to be? And like, yeah. he, it was Burt Reynolds, and he, uh, 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 what's this, uh, what's, uh, what's this Zardoz guy about? What kind of car <laughs> yeah. does he drive? What he kind was, of car does Zardoz drive? He agreed in some way, shape, or form, and he's like, oh, uh, I think they sent him the costume. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, sick. <laughs> yeah, I got a, got yeah, a bad yeah. cough, uh, Barbara. Uh, I, that, I, uh, I swallowed a piece of gum and I uh, just keep coughing. So. Uh, 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 John, uh, what's this about a wedding dress? I've got to say no about that, John. I'm surprised Connery didn't walk at that, dude. I, I have to say that was pretty surprising. <laughs> and he, by the way, speaking of like the budget constraints and stuff, if you want to see Borman go wild with a big budget like Excalibur, I have to say it again, really cool. The whole King Arthur story, including the stuff you forgot. Is that the one with Richard Gere? No, uh, no, that's no, no, last no. Oh, night, which actually has Sean Connery in it. Or is it first night? First night. First night. What did I, I say? Last night. I think it's um, oh god, what's his name? Dean Keaton. Is oh, Gabriel it? Byrne. Yeah. Yes, he is in that. I don't know if he is he. I don't think he's the main no main feller. Uh, let me. Oh, let me... Nigel Terry is playing King Arthur. You got Helen Mirren as Morgana. Yeah, it's a really fun movie. It, mm -hmm. it is it is good and and it just makes me think of um Zardoz because of reading about that and how he was adapting Lord of the Rings, which would have been fucking fantastic. John Borman's seventies weird Lord of the Rings wouldn't be maybe as I don't know accurate or whatever as the Peter Jackson ones, which are good, but like I would have loved to see a seventies weird live action one. 
Yeah, I would have really loved to have seen... Because, you know, I mean, those LOTR movies, obviously great, but the cocaine that mm-hmm. would have been involved in John Borman's Lord of the Rings, that really oh, would have been yeah. something like that. Like a chassel full of it. I mean, there would have been nudity, too, for sure. Oh, and yeah. like, you know, Tolkien yeah. would have been alive. He'd be like, well, maybe not. Maybe what? not, John. <laughs> what, what, what if uh, a tree beard had, had a dick? If we just saw his dick uh, swinging when he, uh, when he brings them around. Yeah, wouldn't that be good? Which I will say, I mean, which I really like about this movie. I mean, and maybe I like it because it's so rare now, now which is like sci-fi where sex exists. It's not exactly porn-y, but like... It acknowledges that people have genitals and do stuff with them. You know what I mean? Yes, Which most sci-fi does not, or you know, I don't know. Most entertainment period does not do anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sex is something mommies and daddies do behind closed doors. Like, <laughs> no, these are this is something that people do when kind of it drives society in certain ways. I mean, this is really indebted to dick art. There's mm-hmm. all these pictures of erotic art throughout this movie of like mm-hmm. and like pictures of etchings and walls of like fucking yeah, you know yeah. people having mouth sex like with each other. Jackie Treehorn <laughs> was on the, uh, <laughs> the set decoration or some shit. Log jamming with John Borman. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, John, I uh, yeah, I got the shits. I can't do your boner movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you Especially because get- uh, you're not going to let me uh, show my hog. <laughs> Did you guys hear the other person who turned this down? No, who? Richard Harris. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that would have uh, been something. Oh, no, no, oh, chap. No, I won't be wearing that. No, no. <laughs> Exactly. No, no, chap. No, no, neither neither the diaper nor the dress. No, no, oh, chap. No, no, <laughs> It no. is pretty crazy that he's just like shirtless almost this entire film. Pretty much. Pretty much shirtless, yeah. I mean, he's got like the... You know, the bandolero with like the shotgun uh, shells on it for a while there. But that comes off once he's captured. Um, Chris, I was just going to ask you, you're the, you're a big John Borman head. Mm-hmm. I, it might be a bit of a challenge, but because I feel like this is a movie like people see that title. People have seen the red diaper. Sure. Nobody's seen this movie. So if you is there a way to simply distill what this is or not so much? Um, I would say the easiest way to do it is a uh, a, a brutal killer uh, sneaks his way into a society of very bored immortals mm-hmm. who yep. have created a Walking Dead esque system of camps. Like there's the uh, seniles, mm-hmm. there's right. the uh, uh, what are the uh, the ap- apathists? Yeah, the apathetics. Um, the apathetics. Apathetics, uh, and like they, the, it, it when he enters, he discombobulates the whole fucking thing because he can get a hard on. Yeah, it's it's kind <laughs> of yeah. I'm gonna mix it up and scrap it up with this. Yeah. It's kind of like a reverse matrix in a way. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. He yeah. goes in the system and destroys it. I was it. getting yeah. a lot of... I think the Wachowskis maybe dug this movie. Um, like, just the the people in the bags yes. we see throughout this yeah. movie. And, like, if one of these Eternals, these immortal people in the vortex, which is, like, under the dome, if they die, they get reincarnated as a baby in a bag to the point of which <laughs> yeah. they will be regenerated. And, you know, the, the titular Zardoz passes away and comes back in that fashion. Yes. Right. I, I, I really have to say, the op- this um, uh, uh, the stone head uh, effect is incredible. It's really great. It's it really was freaking incredible. me out, man. I have to say, it was fucking freaking me out. And, like, it's a practical effect. It looks awesome. It's weird as hell. 
Yeah, but maybe I, we're doing John Borman a couple too many favors because he does start this. It does that's not the beginning. The beginning <laughs> is this fucking Arthur Freyd Zardoz and like capital P pretentious opening of like, oh, has everyone gotten their seats? My name is Arthur Freyd. You might call me Zardoz someday. <laughs> and like, it just it needs to be text. It's yes. Yep. Apparently, Fox was like. I can't make heads or tails of your movie. You need to have something to draw the audience in. And this, this ain't it's it. It's a Chief. weird, like <laughs> theatrical, like our town or something. <laughs> exactly. Totally. <laughs> Look, you can't, you can't just enjoy the movie. You have to have narrative self-awareness. <laughs> And yes. it's also weird too because like he's running his mouth and it starts sounding like uh, when Orson Welles would get off on a drunken rant because he's like, "Oh yes, I'm Zardoz. I'm a fake <laughs> god and a magician. <laughs> yes. Merlin is my hero, and I am the puppet master." And I was like, "Shut up, Zardoz! I also used to manage a Baskin Robbins, <laughs> and I also invented tube socks." <laughs> I'm thrice divorced. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I want the Zarda. Uh, hey, Zarda, how's it go? Who, who are your guys? <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Merlin <laughs> and uh, the amazing Jonathan. Oh, oh. oh of course, God. <laughs> The greatest magician of all. Yeah, because he, it's it's like, you know, and it's one thing to be like, okay, look, we just need something to draw us in, and he does tell him that we're both Arthur Frayn and Zardoz, and he's kind of a fake god. But then he ends it off with like this thing where it's like, oh, and I created these people. Uh, which god created you, audience? And I'm like, dude, I want to walk out of the theater right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't need this call and response shit, Zardoz. It's it's funny. What? Like, what's weird? I rewatched this opening after watching the movie last night, and uh, you know, the I feel like the proper way to watch this movie, obviously, is at night with uh, substances. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was stone cold sober, and I I honestly don't think it helped this time. Around. <laughs> and I was just like watching this. I was like, you know, like fact checking, and it's like Zardoz is kind of he's right on the money in this intro because it's like he did create <laughs> these people. Could we come to find that like he? he allowed Connery's father and father's father to breed this like this like eugenics thing to because Zardos is he wants he wants his reality to end he wants the vortex to end and he was engineering Sean Connery to come in there and bust it up yeah yeah he he's the one who like plants the bomb that is Sean Connery playing Zed in this what? movie well, what's interesting is they the 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 studios saw this. Like, imagine you're at Fox in the '70s and you're watching this movie, and your big your big note at the end of watching <laughs> yes. the first place is like, you know, maybe maybe we should have a floating head in the beginning that explains everything that happens here. Uh, you know. You know you got me with all right the erection drawing the whole diamond 24 minute diamond sequence phenomenal <laughs> stuff i wouldn't change a thing i would change possibly a guy in a king tut kind of garb just jawing at you for like three minutes while you get your fucking popcorns together I'll, that's what i think this movie needs i'll tell you what you can keep the floating head all right it just has to be a person they're telling us the stuff okay <laughs> look i'm not you look you talk look at me john i am not gonna complain about a movie that has charlotte rampling running around with barely clothing on trust <laughs> me i'm with you on that but we need the floating head Look, Bori, you know I'm your friend. <laughs> Listen, that talking head, I love it. I love it. Here's a little tip, though. 
maybe you should clearly use a marker to draw fake facial hair on the actor. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, that's something that really gets me, too. Is like, is that like him? Because I, I guess like the idea is these Eternals are bored. Is that like, ooh, I'm a pirate today. And he like puts a little yeah. monocle on. Yeah, he fell asleep he just got, at a got party. into the black mark. <laughs> I woke up and a bunch of wieners were on my face. <laughs> Oh, Zardoz, it's hard to worship you with a big cock on your face. <laughs> you, you think this is weird? I used to pretend I was a horse for like a decade. Zardoz, you're mad. <laughs> you're totally mad. But, I mean, this head does fucking rule the school, though. And like that's because when the, when the movie starts, the movie starts and I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah it's just it really head. does get yeah, into by it. By the way, zip it around. Do, you know, we don't get that scroll, but we do get the date, which is pretty cool. It's 2293. And the text for this was interesting because in the whole line, it just, it's the whole thing when you first see it yes. is a film by John Borman set in 2293. I thought that was kind of cool, I have to yeah. say. It was pretty yeah, neat. I like that. And so the head shows up to the beach. There's all these. Uh, dis- uh, exterminators uh, who are all the Red Diaper Brigade, and <laughs> the 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 one of the first lines, if not the first line, this thing says is "Guns are good, the penis is evil," and I'm like, "Yeah, you have my undivided attention is, right now." Sorry, I mean, yep. this is predicting, right? That that's America in 2021. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking bad, killing's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yes, and, it, uh, it'd be, and the, Borman is a prophet. I will. I, I'm going to go with it. These exterminators. Uh, I guess not so much the costume, but just like riding around on the horses and shooting shit. Gave me like Planet of the Apes vibes with this too. Yes. As oh, big the, time. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely also like uh, there's one part where uh, you know they're like killing people on a beach also they definitely like ride up on horseback next to a woman and throw a net on her that's like very planet of the apes yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. um and like the, the they they all offer food to this big godhead thing and then it kind of shoots guns out of it, it like it's a fucking it. slot machine yeah, it, dude I, I do <laughs> love that this is amazing because it really is it's the energy of like a radio giveaway contest <laughs> like all these fucking idiots with red zardoz helmets on that they gave away free when they entered for the ticket and then they like <laughs> like shooting out like fucking t-shirts out of a cannon <laughs> these fucking bullets and fucking rifles and shotguns and all kinds of shit missed opportunity to show us like a an armory or something in the vortex or how these guns are being made or stored for i guess stored from human history because they they store a bunch of statues and clothing yeah, right et cetera, so right right right. i, I do I mean, here's my question because I, I like eric i actually rewatched like the first 35 minutes of this this morning, because again, you know, you're supposed to watch this movie at ten. Th- yeah, starting at ten thirty p.m. is the right attitude. But <laughs> I think um, it, I think repeat viewings helps appreciate this movie because it, there's it, it's ambitious and there's so much going on that's not maybe doesn't quite connect. But if you keep rewatching it, you'll get there. <laughs> No, yeah, I think that's... you're totally right. I mean, because when I finished this at like eleven thirty this morning, unfortunately, I had to go right to the Wikipedia and I read the entire thing because I was like. I I pretty much get it, but yes. I know that this is definitely a movie. You oh, have to that see part went over my giant floating head. <laughs> is my question is though, when Connery picks up this really awesome gun, this like uh, I don't know, you know, Colt forty, whatever the hell, you know, a, a handgun, a Magnum or whatever, and he points it. Is this a James, a sly James Bond reference? Oh, because I don't think it's sly whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> a clunky yes. one where he shoots at the screen. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, know? I mean, it's also, but it's more aggressive, and it is showing you like kind of what this character is about, which is killing and murder, and like it, you no, know, it, it most he's definitely got a serves snarl. a fu- it most definitely serves a function in the movie, but like. There are other ways that you could just showcase that without him shooting directly at the camera, and that's why it's it's a sloppy Bond yeah. reference. I mean, is, is this is this this is the movie he did right? But after Diamonds Are Forever, and yeah, Diamonds Are Forever, I think was seventy two, and, and he just could not get work after that and, movie. And then he doesn't do it again until Never Say Never Again, right? Correct. Okay, like so, yeah, I can see it as like a bitter, like if you're bitter about it, and this movie kind of is dealing with masculinity in a more critical way than Bond does. I could see him being pissed off and seeing that as, as this is a vehicle for that. And I mean, like, you know, I'll, I'll say it right now. And I mean, like just watching, this is our third in the, in the Sean gone series uh, that we, <laughs> that have watched this month. And, you know, we did uh, Goldfinger, uh, never say never again. And this, oh, no, not necessarily. Uh, you only uh, live twice. You only live twice. I always do that. Um, but it's, uh, it's, there's a huge difference between engaged Connery and not engaged Connery, and this is definitely engaged Connery. Yep. Yeah, he seems like pretty curious in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> I'm wearing a diaper. I'm firing guns and riding horses and shit. Okay. And, and fucking and Borman's kid was in the bathroom all morning. And I couldn't even fucking shave properly. Listen, Bo- hey Listen. Borman, get that kid out of the fucking bathroom. Hey, Bo- Borman, how about this? How about this for a scene? I assault these women on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Borman, you live around here, right? Where's the local whorehouse? <laughs> I, I don't want to bring a lady back here to your beautiful abode, but I, I, need, to get, I need to get it You're out. You're going to have to tell me or I'm going to visit your mother's. <laughs> I've, I've spent your wife already, John. Tell me where the whore has shake it out of you. Do you want me stupid prostitutes at your mother's house? <laughs> I'll do it on your front lawn, John. <laughs> you know what? Here's a qu- quick question. Uh, is that giant head, uh, is, is that available, if you know what I mean? <laughs> what if I took some ladies inside that giant head and gave them the what for? Getting, you know, it would make a great dinner party conversation I could talk about getting head while being <laughs> in a head. Yes! Uh, I mean, the head does rule. It's it, we've talked about it a little great. bit. It just it's so cool. Little uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, Olmec from Nickelodeon's yep. Legends of the Hidden Temple. There's a little uh, Terry Gilliam uh, Monty Python illustration to it. Yeah, yes. yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see, it I can see showing that. up in Time Bandits or something. Yes, yeah, for totally. sure. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I I just now imagining Connery in Monty Python. A little bit. <laughs> I'm not the night to shave fucking knee. I can't stand working with these fucking guys. What? None of this is funny. None of it. Yes, the, uh, none, the parrot is dead. So what? None of you are the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> and yes, I did fucking expect yes. Um, yeah, I just love the, the Zardoz announcement. Go forth. And kill, and then like Steve said, like this, the gun and ammo vomiting is just so hilarious. And then it's great we get back to this clout. Like it, it wouldn't have been appropriate in the movie, but in my head while I was watching this, because it goes back to the cloud just floating around while more credits go by. If you put in like everybody's talking at me, <laughs> or just like some ridiculous like folk song. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, or that, or maybe like some like uh, Wicker Man original B side, like Golly Rigs and all the rigs, all the kinds of like, just like as we're majestically flying through the sky could be something. Penis rigs and cock rigs and ball rigs and pubis rigs, or because you need pubis. some traveling music, right? Be like. Uh, we got a great big convoy <laughs> coming down the... Dude, oh, that's a good question. Does the giant head have a horn? <laughs> oh, I think so, man. <laughs> Move it or lose it. Flock of birds, get out of the way. Um, so I guess this is probably what the original start of the movie is because Connery um, is sort of like, oh, Steve, your favorite thing. He's he's technically a stowaway. He, he emerges from cat. <laughs> Litter, it seems. Dude, mm-hmm. I think it's the grain. You, you really gotta change this every three days. Or else. Uh, oh, this is disgusting. Look at all the turds in this. <laughs> look at them. Look what I have to sit in, Borman. A bunch of turds. Eric, do you, Eric, do you ever find uh, Sean Connery in uh, in your in cat litter? Cat, or no, no I, I haven't. I, I should go check, though, after we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> My bones bury me in Eric Shishka's cat litter. <laughs> Although it does like his chest hair does look like something a cat would like to do, like the steps on. Yep. Like big time. curl its nails around a little bit. I like it's say, a thick ass carpet, dude. Yeah. Mm. He is a specimen in this film. Holy oh. mackerel. He's back in shape. I mean, it's mm. funny enough. We're talking, you know, I remember on the You Only Live Twice episode, that movie is nineteen sixty seven. There's definitely uh, you know, a paunch situation mm-hmm. going on. He definitely was not excited for that movie. But I feel like, you know, how, no, regardless of how excited you are to be in Zardoz, when the answer is you are going to be running around with no shirt on and just wearing a red like bikini diaper the whole movie, <laughs> you're gonna do some crunches before bed every Absolutely, night. Absolutely, you have to. And by the way, I love the long hair too and the crazy mustache. This is this is my quarantine look. <laughs> it is. Ah, uh, John, it looks like you need a uh, alpha male in this role. I can, I can provide for you that, John. <laughs> he looks like, and I mean, like this is gonna uh, our X Men fans who are not in this room uh, will enjoy. He looks like uh, Sebastian Shaw, the leader of the Hellfire Club. Like he would have made an awesome 1970s Sebastian Shaw. I'll leave it at that. Nobody cares, but three <laughs> nerds are like yay. Well, I recognize the character at least, right? That's who Kevin Bacon played in First Class. Yes, and he doesn't. He doesn't have like the long, flowy, ha- the long, like kind of pulled back hair that you want in the character, which is oh, I see what, what Connery's kind of rocking here, which I love. Yeah. Yeah, you totally. want more of a cult leader look rather than like businessman, which is Bacon's look. Um, so he's like kind of investing. He comes out of the the seeds. It's like the the wheat that they grow for Zardoz in exchange for the guns. Spoiler alert: the you know rich immortal people inside the vortex use it to bake green bread. Okay, <laughs> um, so he pops out of these. He's looking around, and this the inside of this uh, head here is filled with a bunch of skulls. And like vacuum sealed frozen people, it is certainly something else. <laughs> Looks like they're from the Blade Warehouse. It's, <laughs> yes, I mean, it does. It, it's, it's so insane. And like Sean Connery, it, like Zed is just like sniffing them. Like, oh, can I open it and touch it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What does this one taste like? <laughs> and meanwhile, that that one Fox executive is just watching this opening night. Like, you know what? Thank God I had that fucking idea about the talking floating head in the beginning, or else everyone would have been launched. 
Now we're all following it easily. <laughs> Look, I don't often say better than Godfather, but better than Godfather. Do you see these plastic-wrapped women? Get ready to eat shit, Paramount. Here comes Zardoz, you fucking Godfather. All right. Um, I do love that he shoots Zardoz in the back here. Yep. How do you shoot Zardoz in the back? What if you miss? Oh, and Zardoz's whole thing is like, oh, all this is for nothing. Well, you know, because it seemed like now my rewatch this morning, I'm like, okay, so Zardoz was breeding Sean Connery to come in and invade. He would have helped him. This was all part of the plan. And yes. instead he got shot. So then now Sean Connery, when he gets to the vortex, has to kind of impress and ingratiate himself with these these rich know nothing idiots, the internals or whatever. Right. And so you know the the head sort of lands outside of this Irish country house. Hey Zardoz, uh, how's your fallen? You got instructions on this fucking thing or what? Uh, it's a fucking parallel park of floating head. <laughs> How do you do a K-turn with a fucking bearded head? Can't even believe it. I ain't got a single fucking mirror on this thing, Zardoz. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you even put fuel in it. What the Which fuck? Which one is the blinker here? Can I get the, <laughs> the right ear blinking so I can make this town? How about the air conditioning? Because it smells like fucking vacuum-sealed people in here. It's also, disgusting. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the access code to some of these vacuum-sealed <laughs> ladies, Zardoz? Zardoz, the radio's broken and the hiatus is not working. I, I have just one question. What, how do you clean all the dead birds from inside the mouth <laughs> off? Do you have a mop in here somewhere? Yeah, that'd be a problem. And I'm kind of imagining him like like the dude, like smoking a joint, banging the top of his car, <laughs> banging the top of his head while listening to uh, Creedence a bit. Absolutely. Oh, dude, that would be fucking great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, like you would feel, you know, you're traveling pretty fast. I mean, this head's not going at warp speed, but it's going through the sky. Yeah, like. <laughs> The bugs and the birds and what? Hey, Zardoz, you got some windshield wipers or what? It's disgusting in here. <laughs> he just he eats, he swallows a fucking June bug or something. Does it just land flat on the ground or I got like a fucking landing gear I got to deal? Shouldn't have killed that man before he taught me how to drive the head. Oh, no, you should have pressed the, the red button. It releases the shoulders, which allows the head to gracefully hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting to me yesterday. <laughs> uh, so he gets to this country estate and like no one's really around. So he's kind of like poking around this house and everything. He finds like, I love the scene where he goes and he finds that little grow up that they yeah. have going on here. That was pretty sweet. Some I, sick I like, hydro happening. Well, I like all these little bubbles that are very good for outside dining these days. I, <laughs> I, I got a real vibe of like, oh, we won't let homeless people set up tents, but we're a restaurant. And here's a cute little bubble that you could have a dinner in. I see those things on the crumbled. street, dude. I want to throw my own fucking feces at them. <laughs> yeah. I want to take a shit in my hand in the street and throw it at those things. Don't you just want to pop them? You do. You like, definitely all do. The time. I want to pop them with my but shit. Shouldn't they, That's all I shouldn't do. they be popped? Isn't that the whole point of outdoor? All right. You know, that should be the new rule is 
you do uh you can have erect those structures but they all have to be Zardoz heads. So you're looking. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I'm into this. It's a city of Zardoz heads. <laughs> dude, eating inside of a Zardoz head, sign me the fuck yeah. up. Dude, you get a free AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Alabama special right there, dude. Dinner and a gun. <laughs> now, Eric, you watch this again this morning. My question was, uh-huh. is he... Pl- so? It- because it's a weird how they they the movie kind of structures itself. You don't know what his deal is at all until about like I don't know f- fifty minutes into the film. Who's Zed or Zardoz? Zed. And uh, yeah. is is he playing dumb or is he like I, actually learning through? You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. The, I, yeah. I think it's about. a little bit of both. But but the vibe I got was that he was playing he was playing dumb and he him in this selective breeding that Zardoz had secretly had done like. He was starting like man is getting smart again, and that, that's right. now it's a threat to well, the vortex. Yeah, I think I think he's uh, kind of playing possum here, Steve, because um, there are those flashbacks where it's revealed that Zardoz or what the fuck, the, whatever the guy's name who is Arthur Frayne, Arthur Frayne, Arthur Frayne yeah. yeah, like gave Connery like access to. Books in oh, that that's library. Right. He, he, knows like, how to, he knows how to read that yeah. flashback sequence, which we could talk about now, right? I mean, yeah, we're sure. talking about yeah, it yeah. now. We're talking yeah. about it's, it. Now. I think it's a hard movie to talk through because uh, yeah. there's just a lot of like whatever. It's hard. Yeah, you're right. It's hard enough to fucking watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this flashback sequence almost like reminded me of those moments towards the end of, end of like Dark City where you get like all the exposition of what actually happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it's like. It's weird though because like in Dark City I always felt like that was too little too late but in this movie I was like well better late than never. <laughs> I appre- yeah I kind of appreciated it. Well, I mean it's it's funny. I mean like he what he he learns how to read through good night moon or whatever the- Yes, it, it, that's what's crazy about it. It's like and then I found uh, no that's not even a Sean Connery voice. I found, <laughs> I can't my god where is it? I got to look for it. But um <laughs> he finds a library and he just reads the entire thing. He just picks it up and he figures it out. And he reads like, the, all the books. He reads all the books. I feel like Arthur Frayne is like, you know, Zed, it might be good to like get away from the James Patterson once in a while. There's a lot of <laughs> reference books here I kind of want you to dig uh, into. No, yes. no, no. You're, this man can write a mystery <laughs> like I've never seen. <laughs> I got what? I got to tell you, I've learned more from a baby's first bathroom <laughs> than I've read for any other book in this place. <laughs> and I, I read an interesting book about a clown named Pennywise. And <laughs> all these other books and whatever Maine is, let's never go there, Zardoz. Hey, Z- hey, Zardoz, guess what I just learned when I was reading today? Everybody poops. <laughs> did, you, did you know that Bette Midler has over 20 books? <laughs> That she calls memoirs. There's a lot of books about architecture over here, Zed. I really would like you to look at. Hey, Zardas, let me ask you a question. Where's Waldo? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's not even reading. Found him. <laughs> I, shooting the book. I spy with my little eye. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, dear. This is. Oh, you can't hide on the beach, Waldo. <laughs> Oh, hey, Waldo. Nice try hiding in ancient Egypt. Oh, now, now, they're, now they're doing dirty pools, Zardoz. That guy's dressed exactly like Waldo. Oh, I'd just like you to hide at the Taj Mahal. And 
what we have here? The Star Wars Essential Guide to Characters? <laughs> hey, Z- hey, Zardas, guess what? I just finished another page, Turner. This book had no words in it. I just had to make my eyes go blurry and stare until a picture came up. <laughs> oh, fantastic, Zed. I'm glad that I'm a fucking immortal. This is going to take forever. Your magic won't work on me now, Zardas. <laughs> I have the power of the magic eye. I, I also <laughs> took in Michael Chabon's Telegraph Avenue. Eh, okay, <laughs> not much. <laughs> Absolutely correct, Zed. Uh, is that is that the one where it's like this the pseudo Sherlock Holmes continuation? No, that's okay. the this uh, Telegraph Avenue's him uh, doing uh, record store owners in San Francisco. Sounds a lot better than it is. Oh, that's too bad. Well, you've you've never heard of a book called High Fidelity, right? <laughs> Ever, right? <laughs> hey, Shardos, man, I'm getting through Nick Hornby, and it's a hoot. <laughs> Hey, hey, Zardas, I just finished another Hornby page turner. Let me ask you this. Top five boy albums. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you, Zardas, do you know how to be good? Okay, top five breakups. Okay, the woman I sexually assaulted on the beach. The woman I sexually assaulted in the field. Oh, oh the one in the mountains. I forgot about that one. That is the one knock on this movie. I mean, it is a bit rapey. It's in it's incredibly rapey. It's yeah. it's and it's. I mean, like it's it's misogynistic, but it's like so bold with it. It's sort of interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I think, and both, maybe that's a privileged position of me to say that. But at, at the very yeah. least, like watching it, it's like it's so forward and so weird. It's just sort of like whoa. I mean, these people are called the Brutals. I think Borman was trying to go like super what he would think is realistic of society yes. crumbled into nothingness without education etc it's at least not super graphic with it but it we're talking about no. it a, an awful lot yeah Quite a it's bit. it's there and it's like something that you would still get <clears throat> i think everything borman is trying to say without showing that mm-hmm. i do love uh while he's searching around this house <laughs> pr- probably like one of my top five laughs of this movie. Top five laughs. <laughs> uh, is Sean Connery getting spooked by the Jack in the Box? Oh, he's, he wants to shoot it. It rules. <laughs> he does, dude. You ever see a guy point a gun at a Jack in, a jack in the Box? <laughs> yes, once. Uh, he picks up the diamond ring, which is kind of like uh, just an all-knowing computer, or this, I guess, is a connection to the tabernacle. So yeah. anything he says, it now like is connecting. It's like he says, like, Food, meat, and then he sees another big laugh I got again this morning, which is this big ham hock he tries to grab. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right out of the air when it's just projecting an image of it. And do we explain what the tabernacle is for the Mm. folks at home? No, we have not. I guess it's like an AI designed by one one of the people who led the... Eternals or Mortals or whatever they're called yeah. into the Vortex, and it is the Vortex, and they've trained themselves to not remember how to disable it so that they can live forever whether they want to or not. But but also, Vortexes are like the names of the houses. Like, they go through uh, like, yes. you, you, you have, the, the, the hilarious thing is it's literally grocery lists for each Vortex yes. house is what's on the, <laughs> on the tabernacle when he reads it. It's like, yeah, five baked beans, you know, 17 hot dogs for the cookout. And it keeps, it keeps saying like, you know, that list is for Vortex 1, 
This is for Vortex Three. I think the movie is centered in Vortex Four. If I was oh, that that was my question. Attention are, correctly. Are these in like Judge Dread parlance, like mega cities? Like Vortex One is all that we're seeing, or or is it like is it like Vort or, or is he just walking through all these vortexes right now? Like you know what I mean? Like no, I'm, I think it's a combo of like what you and Eric both said because Eric made the Under the Dome reference, and I think like what you said, Steve, the various like houses maybe. Okay, yeah. and then, you know, and then so, it all makes up the the larger like vortex community or something. It's it's confusing because I guess the vortex itself is one thing. So it's like you got New York City in New York State, and it's uh, what is it? Is it New York County in Manhattan? It is New York County here in Manhattan. I think yes. that's the, there. You go. So it's like wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's a space and time turducken. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, so he's walking around. It is also kind of hilarious because uh, Arthur Frayne has some sort of message or whatever on his machine, and he's like, "Oh fuck, Zardash is home. I better better hightail it." <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. <laughs> uh, but then he gets pretty. Uh, he gets caught almost immediately by this woman May, uh, who is not mm-hmm. Charles. Char- There's two women in this woman. Uh, two prominent film. Uh, characters in this movie one is charlotte rampling and one is not um that's I mean, right and actually yeah it's this other woman who's playing may who i i checked her imdb she doesn't even have a photo i yes. don't know that she really did much sarah and then, kestelman's her name yes and then charlotte rampling is playing consuela which seems yes. a bit off but okay <laughs> uh, whatever I, Zardas. I just uh i just went to her imdb uh, uh sarah kesselman and she was in uh, uh list mania the ken russell movie Ooh. which is fantastic so very good Ooh. movie was that at least uh, oh, that's when, pretty cool. when she's introduced here she's wearing something it looks like she's about to like scrub in with the mantle twins from dead ringers <laughs> yeah oh, she's geez. got this fucking frock on that's like all red and is very ominous and like it doesn't really prepare you for like the very I, I will say very like airy clothing that's going on after this. Oh, everybody in the vortex <laughs> is wearing something that breathes, dude. Don't even worry about it. it it's kind of cool because again, what I only watched the first half hour again, but like when you watch it and kind of know what's going on, you realize at least in this scene that Connery is playing it where he's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know how I got here. What, what?" Like you know, when you're yes. first watching it, you're not sure. You're just like, "I have no idea yeah. what anything is." Right. But watching and, it again, you're like, "He's oh, he's like kind of tricking her." Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's a twisty, turny movie in that regard because you just think it's like, "Oh, a dumb ape man somehow got in 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 there. Yes, doesn't right. really is not aware of his surroundings, which you buy because you see society has crumbled." And there, uh, May is like freaking out at him and saying, like, you know, how did you get into the vortex? You know, where is uh, Alan? Or I keep Arth- forgetting Arth- Arthur, Arthur Zardoz's name here. Yeah, uh, you know, where? What did you do to him? How'd you get in? You know, through the vortex or whatever. So, like, from that conversation, you start realizing, oh, there's like maybe, and it turns out to be true, like a like a vague force field situation here. Listen, last night, me and uh, your friend Arthur went out for some drinks. She's like, listen, I'm gonna go on vacation. Take my house for the weekend. Grab my. <laughs> you can. You. You don't even borrow my giant head. It'll take you right over there. <laughs> he didn't uh, tell me how to drive it, though. I would have been uh, appreciative of some instructions or something. There is a moment where we do see the the force field of the vortex with Connery putting his face up against it, like it's just a plate yeah. of glass that they're yeah. filming. But it, it, it is interesting. I I, I kind of prefer that, was a that. Rad effect. Yeah, I yeah, mean, because exactly. it's like he is. Uh, like two shots before that, like 
miming like walking with his hand like on an invisible wall and then when they cut to a, a close-up it, they've put a piece of glass there yeah and he shoves his face I th- yeah, shit like that i'm like yeah yep please do more of this I, in yeah. movies it's put easy, that fucking glass it's, there it's easy it's practical I, i'm like tired of the force fields that give you the little shock with the little little laser uh yep. you know coloring book uh, effects that a lot of older <laughs> films had Bring back this. Bring back squibs. I say, and uh, the the one thing I miss, I do wish he had like done. He'd blown out against the glass, and like his cheeks gone out, so he could <laughs> see his teeth and stuff. Just yeah, once. Yeah. I just, I just want it once. What, like the- a fucking monkey in the zoo? <laughs> yes, exactly. That precisely. Uh, he basically he goes uh, he goes in front of the whole kind of council of Eternals here. Charlotte Rampling's deal. She wants to kill him because she knows that he's dangerous. May is like, I want to study him for uh, scientific reasons. And they're like go- probing his memory through psychic whatever. And this is where you see like a rape scene where and he's just like, I did it in Jadash's name. And it's like, uh, and like yes. there's, you hear it's kind of this great thing. There's this character friend who comes in who's really important. It's like Zardoz's best bud kind of a thing. And like they're watching him. They're watching Connery kill all these people and all this stuff. And they're like, how could Ar- what has Arthur been up to? Arthur this and Arthur that. And then friend is like, well, I don't know. You know, he's the. No one else wanted to run the Outlands, and you know it's it, he's <laughs> yep. an artist. It's kind of like, well, I liked it. You know what? Yeah. I, I I I thought it was kind of cool. I, I, shoot you me, just shoot me. Everyone thought that the movie they made about our life, which they also called Zardoz, <laughs> was a piece of shit. But you know what? I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's weird stuff. You know, yeah, with Steve, you mentioned the. The assault on the beach. He's like, I took a woman in his name, you yeah. know. And then um, there's a part I thought it was hilarious. They're like, Where did this happen? And he goes, The place where the sea meets the land. And I was like, The beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the other uh, thing, there's a great thing he says, you know, um, Zardas made us grow wheat. And there is just great like scene here, this the, flashback, like these farmers, you know, of this like the uh, the lowest caste here, you know, and, and they're all being like menaced by Connery and his guys. And Connery just like, there's one guy that's like, "Who, boy, working, sure working hard doing all this farming," and Connery just casually shoots him in the face. It's uh, so good because I think he like he slips up a little bit. He didn't farm good enough. For right, Connery. played by John Borman himself, by the way. Oh, and really? Yes, that's his, <laughs> nice, that's awesome. his director's cameo, and the blank got lodged in his skull or like it lodged in his head for like a week or something, and he had to get it out, kind of a thing, which is insane. I mean, Connery, fucking aim it to the side a little bit no i'm a method actor i'm always pointing real guns at directors now john i can take it out but you're gonna have to give me a portion of the medical budget (laughs) you know i was supposed to be in the crow and i got fired the first day (laughs) oh man you know why Well, and then this whole forced farming thing—it's—it—it it, one thing that's I guess maybe because of how bored and and oblivious they are in the vortex. People are like they are like shocked that they have agriculture in the brutal land, but like how else are you getting fed? At least the exactly. apathetics are being fed via this system. Well, the, right. The brutal, like the, the exterminators. I, I don't even see. They don't have a house. <laughs> They're just, they don't have tents. Yeah. They're just like roaming the fucking countryside, whipping farmers. And yeah, like, I, Connery is the only one that we 
know anything about. Like, I don't think any of the other uh, uh, exterminator guys even get a name at any point. It's kind of, I mean, they're wearing these Zardoz helmets, which are cool, but look really impractical unless they're really well insulated on the inside. I, I, I mean, they look like football club merchandise. Like, <laughs> shit you would buy at no. the game. It's yep. brilliant, though, because I love the fact that the the face of the head is on both sides. So, like, if you just come across one of these guys from behind, you're like, oh, my God, he's looking at me. We are the mighty, mighty Zardoz's. Zardoz rules. <laughs> uh, uh, Zardoz United has it. Zardoz United. Hold it. He's holding it. Go! Zardoz United, go! <laughs> They do a thing where they're trying to figure out what happened to Arthur because, like, Connery's not giving up the ghost here. So they're able to, I guess, scan, like, Arthur's last memory. And they're just like, Arthur Frayne died. Reconstruction has begun. And this is where you see the little Matrix baby, like, in the sack. Which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. And then we see him at the he, – he comes to life again at the very end of the film. Right. Which rules. Only to die again, but <laughs> um, but you know we're showing a lot. This is a lot of this is a lot of the Planet of the Apes stuff. This is all riding horses on the beach, just like shooting people. It's uh, kind of cool. Random. It kind of is. I yeah, I like seeing like the the uh, the remnants of the old world. We see some like I guess apartment buildings that are burnt out. Yeah, totally. Did you guys notice? In one of the the beach stampede here, there's definitely two dudes that in real life get run over by a horse. Because <laughs> there's like so there's that. some sort like like one of these guys like one of these exterminators like shoots a dude and something happened with the horse and the horse tries to like run through two guys who are laying down and just definitely steps on both of them. Yeah, that I, sounds about I, right. I kind of wish that I had gotten more like because as it is, it's just horse crimes and horse adventures <laughs> that have gone on before. And I have like I just need to know if there's some system. Do they deliver it to the mouth? Do they deliver all the grain to the mouth at some point? I, they, I, no, they do I, it at, at the beginning. Yeah. They, that's oh, right. They the get their guns. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess that's so, true. Yeah. 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 And that's what that's how he sneaks in as he hides in the grain. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. So like it's a lot. He turns into friend who's this character uh, played by John Alder. And uh, is his like intern, and he keeps like calling him monster, which kind of rules, dude. This guy's <laughs> performance is awesome, and I love him just talking at Connery because, like, yeah, when they decide that you know they're gonna keep uh, Zed, you know, for studying and everything, they're keep they keep saying things like, like as if it's like a, a friggin' dog, you know, yes. like, oh, can we keep it? Oh, we want to keep it, it's so entertaining, blah blah blah. So they're given three weeks. You know, Zed is given three weeks to live while uh, this woman, May, does all these experiments. So, yeah, he's just kind of sidled with this guy, friend. And this dude's, like, having him, like, Connery, like, pull him in this cart. And he's like, now, monster, <laughs> what, what say we ride around the grounds and I can insult people from this carriage? And he's, like, throwing baguettes of bread <laughs> everywhere at, like, random people. And, and they're, most of them are the apathetic, so they just stand there. I, yeah, totally. just, like whipping these people with baguettes green be- baguettes dude because it's fucking the future the, uh, <laughs> our baguettes are green That's where right. every day is saint patrick's day <laughs> and we just die random food green i mean it is that hey is that- Josh, what about a shamrock shake how about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man i didn't get one this year i, I got, got some uh, corned beef for ya <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's it's green bread, potatoes, and watermelon. Yeah. That seems oh, to I be missed the, the watermelon. Yeah. There's watermelon. Yeah, There's just a bunch of watermelon on the table. 
Nice. I could live off of that if I had to. <laughs> I got potatoes, big fave, bread. That's all. That's nice. You would, uh, watermelon, you would, delicious treat. You would survive, but you would never have a solid shit again in your life. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've witnessed... that, that's 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 presupposing that I have them now. <laughs> sure. Fair. We witness like a trial of some dude that is like uh, accused of giving bad vibes, essentially. Uh, dude, this is hilarious. This was some real like surveillance state shit. They're like, hey, man, you're on trial because you had like a negative thought or you gave like you gave like a what does he say? He's, uh, he was giving like constructive criticism about the society. Uh, yeah. And they're just like, uh, uh-uh, constructive criticism, not appreciated. <laughs> and the penalties this part fascinated me. Like the penalties for these eternals are like if you whatever the infraction is, the 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 punishment is like you are aged by a varying number of years depending upon the offense. Yeah. But you can't die. So like if you were some if you were an eternal and you were like the bad boy or something <laughs> like that and you kept getting into trouble and you were just like the grandpa from Texas Chainsaw, but you wouldn't <laughs> die. Fuck that sucks. Well, that's yeah. what that's, that's those renegades. Yeah, the, re- the renegades they call those. Yeah, 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 yeah. renegades. Yeah, that's what that turns into. I mean, which f- eventually we find out that like like half of these renegades who are in the senility home, which is actually kind of cool because they all wear tuxedos in the senility home. Dude, this whole like whatever this home is, didn't it? I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Didn't it look like Tavern on the Green a little bit? Never been. Never oh, been. really? Oh, okay. no, no, I'm a. I guess I'm just a brutal. <laughs> not in the oh, you. you've never been to Tavern on the Green. <laughs> Andrew took his floating head and went there. <laughs> I was hiding under a bunch of cat litter. That's how I got into the restaurant. Did anybody catch how, uh, what the guy's name is? No, George Satan. Sick. It's good now, oh, man. I would spelled like uh, see- spelled the same way. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And they're like, ah, no, no. Actually, my name is uh, George Simmons. Oh, no, George Satan is here to uh, give his defense. <laughs> but uh, what I was getting at before was that like half of these renegades are like the scientists that built the AI. Yes. That I guess they eventually, after two to 300 years, started to get other ideas that weren't appreciated. And I guess Charlotte right. Rampling is like the boss of everybody, is my guess. It's like, she's yeah, like, she's like the leader. We can talk yeah. about her a little bit. I mean, and she's like pretty stone cold most of this movie until she turns kind of a thing. Even when she turns, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I've never seen a heartwarming Charlotte Rampling performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this guy friend like takes him. This is where you get the cool. I loved all this like museum of world history shit where it's like, it's like where they put the Ark of the Covenant or something like that or like Scrooge McDuck's basement. It's yeah. just like statues and paintings. And this dude friend is looking at slideshows of old like jalopy cars. All right. I, but it's also they got these disgusting uh, wax figures Ooh. with all the uniforms throughout history on them. Mm. And Just thinking about like saving, like, oh, the world is going down. Well, we have to uh, evacuate. Uh, uh, what, what was that? Mother Tussauds? What is that thing? Oh, Madame, oh, Madame Tussauds. <laughs> yeah, got to save this wax statue of Samuel L. Jackson that looks nothing like him. Hey, Zardos, take a picture of me and Matt Damon. <laughs> this one is supposed to be Nicolas Cage, whoever that is. <laughs> oh, look at this, Zardoz. John Travalto. <laughs> I, 
Yes, I just one of your gods in the old world. <laughs> I found oh, Zardoz in the in the library. I found a a big stack of premier magazines, <laughs> <laughs> long ancient texts. <laughs> um, yeah. So the uh, the old people, these nasty fuckers, are all caged in one area, and they're like kind of going crazy. This is like. This is sort of like the big, uh, I mean, as much as you can understand this movie, these are all the teaching scenes here, all yes. the ex- exposition. It's like, because Friend is just taking him around to all these places. So you explain like the apathetic folks, which I kind of don't know what the deal is there. These are people who oh. are just over it, but they're not <laughs> yes. like making infractions. So they're not aging. Yeah, they're just well, so, so yeah. bored. They can't barely move anymore. That, Fucking that's, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, that's me right now. Like, honestly... <laughs> I've you know I've been enjoying like video games or, or movies or whatever, but the last three days I'm not even joking with you. When I've found myself with some spare time, I've just been doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> just doing just, some, just kind of standing here, some space staring, dude. I've been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Some deep dark thoughts. Just feel the air on your body for a couple hours. <laughs> exactly. Get to know those small little emotions again, like the wind tickling your lip. Look, I- and now for deep dark thoughts with Jack Handy's <laughs> fucked up brother. I mean, I, I, if I was, but if I was in this situation, if I was so like, I wouldn't. Me being bored would just be me cursing alone in a room. Like it wouldn't yeah. be like just hanging out and putting my head to a tilt. Well, here's something we figure we find out, and Charlotte Rampling lets us know because we she has, she's doing some you know some of the the research on Zed is coming in, and they find mm. out that he can still get boners, which apparently is something that these guys cannot do anymore. And the idea is, I mean, this is where the movie is like a little bit, not a little bit, pretty reductive. It's like, since men can't get erections anymore because procreation no longer happens, no sex at all is happening. I'm like, pardon me? If anything, wouldn't that amp up all the sex? Exactly. If you don't have to worry about knocking somebody up? And even if you can't get it up, dude, you've got fingers, you've got holes, everybody's got something to do. Chow town. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, Zardoz, why didn't you ever think about going to chow town? God. You should have taken that head and given some head. <laughs> Chow Town, which is in Vortex 3. <laughs> oh, the Chow District. Hey, Zardoz, <laughs> I know that you guys are eternally so intelligent. Ever heard of eating ash? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need no schlong for eating <laughs> ass, Zardoz. In, in their defense, it's been like 300 years, and you've done everything in the book a thousand times, and it's just like, eh. I guess. I mean, also, like, you know, it's a limited pool of people. Like, yeah. yeah I, I fucked that guy 300 yeah. times. I and fucked that lady the, 600 times. And they're yeah. all, they're in the vortex. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing that's in their way whatsoever in life. Yeah. So there's yeah. no thrill in literally anything. A, a young person might want to fuck again and might be excited <laughs> about fucking again, but these are the same fucking people all yeah. the time. So, and yeah, I gotta tell you, I get it. I got to tell you, this movie populated with a bunch of beautiful ladies and a bunch of fucking dog faced dudes. Yeah, (laughs) it's a little uneven, dude. Not a lot of I mean, Connery's the snack here, but, you know, I mean, I think that's why he makes such waves when he comes to town. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So we're talking about the boners and they give him like this boner test. They're like, show him pornography of various types. And this is fucking great. This I feel like this is now correct me if I'm wrong with this analysis that he's. 
it's like an act of defiance. Like, no, I won't get a boner at that. No. And then when it's done, he looks at uh, 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 Consuela there, and he's like, no, I'll get a boner for you because defiance. Or, I, you know, oh, you didn't, you didn't go to the stepsister J-O-I tab on the, <laughs> on the tabernacle. <laughs> oh, oh, my stepsisters. <laughs> you know, we shouldn't do this. What if mom and dad find out? Hey, tabernacle, <laughs> make sure the private browsing tab is on, okay? Well, I guess mom and dad, they don't have to know. And we're not technically touching. Yeah, oh, oh, wow, and now it's so crazy. Mom's joining in. To all, all I have to do is call you step sister and you step mother, and we are good. So I'm, I'm joying to my stepsister, and then my stepmother comes in and starts sucking my cock. And this is all very normal. Did, uh... What a wild Thanksgiving that was. And my stepfather pegs us all. Uh oh, here comes some. Uh, okay, Tabernacle, what have you got on Bart Simpson? <laughs> hey, Tabernacle, what's the latest that Lois Griffin and Chris Griffin are getting up to? Wait a second, could you throw the dog into the mix? <laughs> You're the man now, dog. Go fuck that lady. Her name is Lois. Charlotte Rampling just trying to get to the bottom of boners. It is just the one. I, you well, know, when I that- turned down this movie today. <laughs> I could have never guessed. And there's that animation of like, a, it's a flaccid penis and then it becomes erect. And I'm just chuckling because I'm only 38 years old. Oh, yeah. sure. But he's giving her a look like, see, now it's working. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the, they have like an infographic about uh, penises getting hard. Yes. Yeah. It's like, we have a problem getting from this, the little the coin purse thing here going <laughs> to a full banana. Well, they're not even trying to. Get, I mean, like they're interested, but they they're they're beyond. They're even beyond sleep, which also like, like oh, you know, ever since we've become super eternals, we don't even sleep anymore. We just go to meditation phase two. Like fuck that. Like fuck I'm it. sorry. Fuck that. I am sorry. I am sleeping a lot. Like sleep became obsolete. You pretentious <laughs> assholes. Too boring. Yeah. Well, they're listening to that computer too much. Tabernacle, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to limit it. You do, Eric, if, if you're trying to go to sleep, limit your tabernacle time right before bed. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You're going to have it's a not... hard time falling asleep. <laughs> it's, yeah, 300 years later, I still haven't gotten any shut up. <laughs> you, you want your glasses to have a tabernacle filter for your light because that's going to affect your eyes a little bit. Yeah, when you're trying to go to sleep, the tabernacle's like, how about that insane tab on the <laughs> Don't you want to look at that insane tab one more time? Uh, and of course, because this is a fucking dude movie in the 1970s, like Connery is like mentally and physically superior to all of these eternal people. Absolutely. And May is like, hey, man, I kind of know what's going on here. And you know what? I'm not going to blow up your spot about it. Yes, because this is what she this is what she reveals that he she calls him a mutant because he's been bred and he could read and all the stuff she knows, but she's also like he's just so hot, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's this wild scene where they're all kind of like having a nice sit down lunch inside, and friend brings Zed to the meal, and Connery's like serving people, and they're like. 
hey, friend, you know, in our like, quote unquote, utopian society that we all live forever and everything's perfect, like we all take turns like cooking meals and shit. And like looking at the chore chart, friend, (laughs) the chore chart says it is your day to service lunch. And this dude is not your servant. And the guy like kind of puts up a stink about it. And they more or less like. Like first, first Consuela freaks out, right? Charlotte Rampling starts freaking out, and they all use like psychic powers to kill this guy or something. Quick, well, qu- hold on, yeah. quickly before that happens, uh, Sean Connery has my favorite line in the movie because they're having Ooh. this they're having this real argument about like whether or not it's right to make Zed do this stuff, and yeah, chart oh, right. this and that, and then and like Connery's sitting there awkwardly, and I think it's just Charlotte Rampling is like, I don't know potato so is that do you want potatoes or what is it is it it's it's, it's interesting because it kind of like blows up her arg- it makes her look silly there because yes. she's just like i'm just trying to shove potatoes <laughs> and, uh, would you uh like me to take my penis out again because <laughs> well, like she this whole time is trying to still make this argument of like he's just a freaking like ape person yes, you know too, he's sure. you gotta know, this kill the other thing and he's like oh more potatoes Potatoes, madam. <laughs> um, yeah. See, but, he's like he shows his thinking mind there, and then they do that psychic ray on this dude or whatever this is, and I guess it ages him a certain amount, and they he gets li- like a stroke. They label him a of- yeah. They label him a renegade, which means he's now going to be just an old guy someplace. And I think he's like rapidly turning into an old guy. Is what that is like? And he turns yeah, into half half old guy, half not old guy, I it's, think. What's great about it, though, is because now that he's been designated an old guy, is he's wearing a, he's, when we see him again, he's going to be wearing a tuxedo for the rest of the film. Yeah. All of the old people that are stuck in that fucking tavern on the green glass house are all dressed like they're at a fucking goddamn New Year's Eve party in The Shining or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... He it's looks oh wonderful like party here in the vortex. He does look the, like the Phantom of the Opera without the mask. Uh, when we get back to him, <laughs> yes, when he's yeah. in the soiree, I got to be honest. I, he's looking a little bit like our, our our friend who put out a great album last year, Paul McCartney. Just a touch. You're right. You're oh, right on the money, dude. I got to say, oh man, I maybe I wrote it somewhere in my notes when we get to like his reveal. Ah, oh, fuck, because he looked like someone else, and it was killing me. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll remember it. But uh, yeah, they keep yelling renegade. So I guess this dude's whole deal is like, not only does he age, but now he's just got to be out on a motorcycle, just riding around in the desert, <laughs> helping people solving mysteries. Is that like just like super annoyance? Like you just people, you just bad badger people until they turn into re- senile. Well, I mean, there's the the weird thing, the weird thing, okay, Andrew, Uh, you know, one of the weird things, they never really get into it, I guess it's just you assume, like, because they're Eternals and they're, like, quote-unquote, like, higher beings or whatever, but this whole psychic power ability thing here is a little too vague for my taste. A lot of of the little details are very strange. That's strange. They do the Macarena to vote on the guy's death. Yes. Yeah, that was a weird the, thing. The Macarena. They do like a little dance. All, like it's a little like weird hand dance. Gestures, oh, right? yes, yes, yeah. No, everyone has a specific uh, like facial or or hand gesture that signifies their vote. It's very weird. And, and there's probably also, probably the worst thing in the movie, to be honest. <laughs> there's also a part where friend earlier on is like talking to the apathetics, but he's talking backwards, and I'm like, yeah, what's oh, with that the about? Yeah, like, yeah. It's another thing that's just never, you know, not only is it never explained, it's also never really used again. I think exactly. like one other time it comes up. Oh, we forgot to mention that when when Sean Connery meets the apathetics, he starts groping a woman and this dude's like, well, go ahead, you know, whatever. And it turns out 
she's an apathetic, so she's not moving. And thankfully, Sean yeah, Connery backs off of that. I, but, but even the grab was a lot. Dude, <laughs> I was kind of peeking between my fingers like, what are we going to do here, movie? Mm. And instead, what winds up happening, not immediately there, but like he gets up, he yells something at friend. And then, like, he just totally throws this woman. Yeah. Like, really chucks this person onto a, like, big old, like, pile of hay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then, you know, on Friends, like, additional tour of everything here. Like, Connery goes. Oh, he does investigate the Invisible Shield really quickly. We talked about that. But he goes to, like, the the old, the old renegade old folks' home, and there's Friends sort of half-turned. Uh, but, like, there's a part where Friend is, like, you know, oh, hey, because he's like, I guess, mad at Zed or something. And he's like, hey, all those old people, guess who can uh, die? It's that guy. And all of a sudden it turns into this like weird old people zombie movie where they're yes. like chasing him around this room. This is real life, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was six. freaking yeah. me out, dude. Since I moved outside of New York City, this is literally my daily experience. <laughs> you know yep. what this is? You know what this fucking scene reminded me of? I was getting flashbacks to like a a like Friday morning like film forum matinee. <laughs> Absolutely. So all these old fuckers just screaming at you, trying to grab yeah. at you and whatnot. Which I which is like I I <laughs> that's gonna be my first experience after the second dose sets in and then we get into like mid May or June. I I desperately want to go back. To I, the I can't wait to sit next to an old fuck with an egg salad sandwich. I cannot yeah. wait for it. No, yeah, Bring I mean. It on. If these guys were just screaming about which theater the Melville retrospective is in, <laughs> I would be right at home. Yeah. Oh, oh, excellent. You're uh, using a two-week-old copy of AM New York as a plate for that egg sandwich. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, like, that's kind of all going on. And, like, he's now we now know that he's, like, and I think Friend has kind of now, like, revealed himself to be his ally or at least... Uh, Arthur's ally and like it's like we're all we all did this for you kind of a thing like the plot is kind of coming into focus mm, wherein yes. Connery will usurp this whole system kind of a thing yeah and this is also where they give the backstory of like him reading the books or everything and this is like it was actually I the twist yeah I was it's dumb but I was fine with it uh, you know, because this woman May is pe peeling, you know, more layers out of his memory, trying to figure out what's going on. She's like, you know, um, tell me more about your past and everything. And this is like each season, you know, uh, the Zardoz head flew down and we took the wheat uh, and put it in there and he gave us the guns and all that stuff. And then he's talking about like, you know, going into this building, chasing after somebody. It turns out there's a bunch of books in this one room and one is given to him and it's uh, the the Wizard of Oz or whatever the actual, the first Frank Baum book it, is. It's, but a, it's, it's a baby book. I mean, it, it's like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. It's not, no, no, no. It's the, it's the Frank Albaum. Well, not, the the first, first, not the first book he gets, but like after a while, no, he get, he, this no, is the I'm book saying, that breaks I, him. Kind of a thing. I'm saying I think it's the first Frank oh. Baum Oz book because he wrote multiple yeah. books. But he looks at the way... His hand is on the cover, and the Wizard of Oz, Zard yeah. Oz, is this, what happens. This there. is this is uh, Zardos, Arthur Frey, giving him his uh, like follow the White Rabbit, um, right? Yes, right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, and this was going to be. I'm going to do a similar movie where it's Eight Clue, which is Fight Club, um, which is <laughs> the book that he finds. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, yes, my uh, the god that I worship, Obi Ick. <laughs> so I just have to shoot myself in the head. And there's no Zada. <laughs> you know, Zadas, you met me in a very weird time in my life. You know, in the what? book of choke, they say. <laughs> That you could find, you know, a new plane of existence if you cut off your windpipe while fucking. Yes, and of course, who could forget that short story about the kid in the pool with the butt being sucked out? <laughs> Wasn't that one of his? Probably. <laughs> Might be George Where Saunders. is my mind? <laughs> Take that credit card companies that haven't existed for 200 years. <laughs> Oh man! And then there, when he realizes what's going on, when he realizes right, like Zardoz is a fake thing, it's exactly you know pulling the curtain back on the wizard himself, right? There, I was. This was again in my top five chuckles watching this movie. Sean Connery freaking out at these bookshelves. Yes. Oh my god! And he's throwing the books all over the floor. He's fucking going ape shit. He's knocking these shelves down. Oh man! It's like it's like Citizen Kane when when Orson Welles is beating the shit out of that room. <laughs> yes, yes, kind of yes. similar yeah. vibes. It's and it's cool though, right? Like because he's been worshiping this thing, and now he realizes yeah. that it's all horse shit. You know, and the, yep. there's there's themes there. Most yeah. definitely is. And so all this is going on, you know, while May has him like under, they're like under a sheet together, mm. you know, and they start kind of like getting it on at this point. And then this is where Charlotte Rampling comes in and she's like, oh my goodness, May, you're laying with that creature? Well, that's just bestiality. I'm the step beast. It's okay. <laughs> yes. That makes it okay. You don't understand. It makes it okay. No, no, no. So, <laughs> I'm fucking, no, I'm jerking off at my stepsister. My stepmother comes in, sucks me off. Stepfather comes in and pegs us all, of course. And then, stepdog. <laughs> stepdog? And then, and then I have to, uh, do, do, you have, do you think I have to do a step cousin? Let's say step cousin too. Yeah, I have to have a step cousin too, just kissing my back. <laughs> And then, of course, my step coworker and my step boss come in. You got to watch out for that step boss, dude. <laughs> they step on my nuts. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yes. Hey, Tabernacle, uh, do you have the film Zoo by any chance? <laughs> oh, it comes with an intro from Chris Cabin. Great. <laughs> we all worship at the. the the big giant head of Chris Cabin. <laughs> Zoo prophet. <laughs> A bunch of horse dicks come out of his mouth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Zoo and War Horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a five minute clip of Seabiscuit, because that movie sucks ass. <laughs> The there's more there's very much more matrixy shit going on because of course after that analysis may is like oh by the way sean connery you're the one yeah you know you're the the liberator your death itself and we get a little bit of the backstory here about all these fucking rich powerful white motherfuckers banding together to ignore like people suffering you know and preserving their utopia considering themselves the custodians of the future these fucking people man the last, yeah. spit on all of them. The yeah. last of them, known as Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it, it's cool. I mean, it, you know, it, it is making a statement about you know people who put themselves above people, et cetera, et cetera. And one thing I noticed here, 
Anyone else see all these women with uh, Princess Leia ear uh, hairdos, by the way? Rambling herself has one a little bit. Three years before, man. Three years before. Oh, Oh, hey, uh, just putting it out there, I saw a really fucking cool movie called Zardoz. (laughs) It stars James Bond (laughs) and uh, a bunch of ladies with a pretty cool hairstyle. Just saying. (laughs) Put that in the old uh, notebook. Hey, notebook. (laughs) You should have taken more, man. Darth Vader should have flown around in a giant head. Oh, yes. only fucking hell, right? That would be pretty cool. Add this to the fifth stolen ideas notebook. (laughs) Here we go. Wow, those are really piling up, huh? (laughs) Turns out if you scramble them all together, people think you're a genius. (laughs) Look at this. Oh, little, little Kurosawa right there. Uh, little Zardo. Oh, uh, Kurosawa. That was a whole notebook I stole from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. just take out all the Japanese actors and put in fucking white people. Like this, yeah. I made it in English. <laughs> you take out the soul of it and it works. <laughs> they, like, freak out at him in this moment, I guess, because of the, the fucking here. He's, he lays with that woman, May. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's inside one of these grow house bubbles, and they're all just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and then he used his Superman strength to rip through this plastic, and everyone's like, oh, you ripped Dude. through the cellophane. And yeah. that, that, my friends, is another thing where it's like, Hell, if you don't have the money for it, don't do it. Because yeah. that is clearly just fucking it was saran spo- wrap. It was supposed to be unbreakable. It was supposed to be unbreakable. How yeah. did he do that? It was supposed to be unbreakable. <laughs> what did he tear through it with really long nails? How could he? But you know yeah. what? That's the thing too, though. And I think I said this earlier, like in some other episode about like you don't. That's all I need, kind of. Like I don't need someone to be jacked out of their goddamn mind to to be a hulking beast. You just tell me something's unbreakable, and then he breaks. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that guy's pretty fucking but- strong. It's yep. just the fact that it's that weak plastic. It, like, it is. If, it's not if great. they put him in like a um, like a Mission Impossible glass box, yes, and he just punched through it, it'd be like. I mean, obviously that now is a little more expensive, and there's a stunt person involved, but it would be fucking cool. Or how about this? It's just a cage, and he bends the bars with. There his arms. you go. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean. Well, I'll tell you what. There, John. How about if I go into a glass box? And break it, and you give me all the the stunt money. <laughs> How about oh, this? I go under a glass table, and my step Stallone takes a shit on it. Uh, you sure we should be doing this? I mean, we're family. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're only step, so it's not too bad. Oh, uh, well, if that's the case, give me those logs, Mister. <laughs> oh my God! Damn it! I'm going to throw up. <laughs> throw up it's at some point. I want to be clear. They're steaming. They're steaming. You can see the condensation. The the infiltration of step pornography into regular pornography Don't has like been bothering it. me for quite some time. That's what this bit is, FYI. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, you don't. So you don't like it? Oh no, I, I do not like it. <laughs> I, put me down for the, a do not like. So you just want to make sure that the listeners at home know you don't like yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, okay. that I do not like. <laughs> Underline yeah. it. Yeah, do not. <laughs> not even the stepdog. <laughs> Especially the stepdog. <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious. There's, there's some. I think it was a vine going around where this girl was singing about her stepdog, which is vine. now a vine. Is it fucking ten years uh, ago? Or a, a TikTok? A TikTok. I'm your grandfather. Apologies. <laughs> 
What nope. was happening on this TikTok? It's, just, it's a yeah. song where she's like, I got a stepdog. And it was just like her, her mom's <laughs> no. dog. Her mom's. Fuck it. No, no, no. It was I don't know a, what you're watching. You're saying you don't like the step stuff. <laughs> it's a cute song about a stepdog. And I, I shouldn't have brought it up in this vile conversation. Yeah, oh, only fans bought TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you can't put pornography on TikTok, right? That no, doesn't work no, that I way. don't believe so. No, sir. Uh, he he's like kind of running away from these folks. He, he finds himself smack dab in the middle of an apathetics makeout party. This yes. was a weird scene. They're all like, they're like stealing part of his life force, well, or just like yes. you know feeling his it, vibe it, it or whatever. Wake, it wakes them up, like his right. his life force. Yeah, yeah. his yeah his 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 pheromones, his his yeah. his, his natural male virility. I do. Yeah, like, all you apathetics here, you want to, you want a bit of life juice? <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and lick these armpits? Well, it is a thing where like, it is some, quite something to have an orgy in the middle of a chase scene. I've never seen that done <laughs> quite that way before. It's the future, baby. <laughs> You could you could tell that he's like, oh, I don't know about this apathetic. I'm kind of on the run, right? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, it's this is the first time I've gotten hard since a bunch of people are staring at me while the <laughs> pictures of cars were going by. <laughs> and so, you know, friend, you know, this is like where they really explain, like, listen, we want to take this all down. We we because we want to die. We're just over this whole thing. And May is like, all right, so here's the deal, Sean Connery inseminate us all and I'll tell you everything I know and Ugh. then this other woman goes that's right Zed we'll touch teach you <laughs> yes and and this is kind of like the when you had to catch Fuck. Captain America back up on what everything happened over the last 70 years like it's kind of that but it's like instead of him looking at a television screen they're all like projected images onto people it's actually very uh, it was reminding me very much of like Bond opening. Yes, yeah. Funny enough, but yeah. So he's like learning by them like projecting world history onto bodies. I guess. Yeah, he's just kind of learning everything really quickly, and you know, it, it is kind of cool the way Borman does it, where it starts to spin and it is disorienting. It kind of turns into a cyclone, and then he's like, "Well, yeah. now, I, now I'm a fucking genius." <laughs> <laughs> we also get like a, a quick flashback of like the 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 creation of it all, and and how the vortex is populated by the rich and shit. And did right. I? Yeah, I'm so, sorry. Did I miss something? Is the, are aliens involved? Because it, I, I don't it think so. Seemed like there was a line where it's like otherworldly, but maybe I'm an well, asshole. Well, here's what it is. I was just going to bring that up because this is in the same part because he's like, Connery says something about like, well, this appears to be technology from another world or like something oh, like that. Okay. And <laughs> and friend is like, oh, yeah, we went to space. And Zed <laughs> like, oh, is like, and? And he goes, <laughs> We found nothing and came back. Yeah. It is the <laughs> funniest, like, yeah, we went to space. Eh, it was all right. He said it was another dead end, which, which uh, is actually kind oh, of yes. interesting to think about of, like, a, a, you know, a group, group of people trying to live forever. And, like, yes, we went in our 300-year lifespan, we went to the far reaches of outer space, and there was still nothing, yep. so we came back. I, and it makes it even more, like, nihilistic. I mean, oh, the, totally. There's, yeah. nowhere, there's nowhere to go, yeah. right? Yes, Beast, the first wave of rich people, they all wanted to live on the moon for some reason, and they all died. <laughs> uh, the minute they stepped off of the ship, they all died because they're living on the moon they, and they're idiots. They wanted to go live on Mars hundreds of years ago with a total fucking moron named Elon Musk. <laughs> they all 
died immediately. Uh, this is where he goes to that fucking room of wax sculptures. By oh, the way. yeah. The quick shot of like the, the yeah. people outside the vortex, like the regular people from a more of a, I guess, 20th century or 21st century vibe watching this happen. Kind of a yeah. kind of a cool uh, little class argument here, but uh, yeah, absolutely, yes. yep, yeah, it, it is uh, cool. And they're like, "Come on!" And they all kind of have this like, "Come on!" Oh, don't don't pick up your ball and leave. And by oh, that, but I it's mean, so shitty out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's that's the thing is that you, you you sold these people on trickle down economics for long enough, and then you fucking <laughs> then you fucking pull the plug, baby. Every rich person's dream. Absolutely. Um, this this whole wax sculpture scene totally freaks me out because in there is neighborhood weirdo Arthur Frayne pretending to be one of these motherfuckers and he like touches him. Ugh. I would have shit my red diaper. <laughs> around, around here is like the idea is uh, I think May gives it to him. It's like you have to go inside the tabernacle to take it down and. He's like, well, where the fuck is the tabernacle? And she's like, I don't know. Look at this crystal. Maybe once you can see into the crystal, you'll be able to go into the tabernacle. Okay. Now, are you absolutely sure this doesn't have anything to do with aliens? (laughs) Because this really seems like an alien. I have to go inside a diamond, you're telling me. Listen, this reeks of alien yeah, technology. Listen to me. I better not go in there and see some type of weird little annihilation guy that's just <laughs> mirroring my movements. Well, actually, the, uh, the the movie Life Force was based on what happened to London <laughs> right before uh, all of this. So, yes, actually, there it was aliens. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I've uh, in all your touch teaching, I've been I've I've watched a lot of science fiction films, and this really smacks of aliens. <laughs> You're speaking of touch teaching. I've done that to a number of step-related pornos. <laughs> so you've got me in there, and you've got me looking at a bunch of mirrors at myself. Are you sure this isn't an Orson Welles thing? Dude, yeah. Uh, oh, what a lady from Shanghai, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally thought of that at, at this whole part. So he gets he gets inside this thing eventually, right? He's yes. yell, he, yeah. he is yelling tabernacle. He is talking to them. He's like, tabernacle, where are you? Oh, oh, and the tabernacle's like, not permitted. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. Faces of everyone, I guess, of the Eternals and stuff. It looks like a bad like video art display. Yeah. Yes. Here, yeah, here, totally. Here, tabernacle. Here, da- this isn't working. Okay. Oh, I've got it. Here, step, tabernacle. <laughs> here, step, tabernacle. The oh, par- is- our parents have left for the day, step, tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. God. You have... I am far too aroused to resist you, Step Tabernacle. Gosh, even though we grew up together, we're not blood. I can't even keep it straight. Uh, I love the premise of him jerking off to Step stuff. Step stuff. The, the only way he can shoot, man. Step I was step. Bio, I was biologically engineered to only shoot to Step stories. <laughs> it's my, fa- my favorite subreddit is Step Stories. Zardos and all of his great mystery and wonder bred me and my father and my father's father <laughs> only like the Step stuff. <laughs> there is one part where I was just laughing because I was like, this tabernacle is 
at times nothing more than an external hard drive because there's a part where he's like, hey, Tabernacle, what what do you got going on in there? And the thing just goes, infinite storage space. Uh, uh Uh-oh, I've got a bad gateway for era 404. (laughs) Tabernacle, your homepage is broken. (laughs) Um, Uh, But yeah, this is, and it's also very, uh, what do you want to call it there? A uh, little bit of Last Jedi here got got a little bit with that oh, sure, uh, yeah. the Infinite Mirror situation. Oh, totally. Yeah, there is a great Tabernacle line here where because uh, like Connery like slides into this crystal or whatever, and it just goes, "You have penetrated me." Yes, and he's <laughs> oh, thank you, Dave. You've penetrated <laughs> me. Oh, speaking of which, right, Chris, you texted the earlier today that uh, the the uh, DP of two thousand one. Oh yeah, and, and previous we love movies episode Superman the motion picture. That's why it looks so great. Jeffrey Unsworth, ladies and gentlemen, King. But what was the shit I was reading though about what was going on with how this was shot? Was like he was constantly using like fucking smoke machines and like soft focus and putting like frost lenses in front of the or like frost filters in front of the lens. And then like when they developed it, it was like, well, you can't fucking see anything <laughs> here. Nope. Well, apparently the first print of the mo- the first pressing of prints for the movie you it, if you saw it on like the big screen, it did have this really weird look to it. I don't know what that was, but they said it only worked on the first pressing after like some there was some degrading afterwards and it just looked worse. Oh, uh, I guess it was trying to make it like otherworldly, which could have been cool. Yeah, I would have really I I mean if there I don't think there are. I mean, maybe there are still first pressings of this movie on like available to like fucking project somewhere but i don't know i looked up that they apparently there was a blu-ray release in 2015 and now it's like going for 200 dollars on ebay uh not worth it but uh yeah man i really hate when those fucking pigs do that it is a goddamn dvd you creeps what the fuck are you doing also like 200 for a zardoz (laughs) blu-ray if if there's an hd scan somewhere put it out because what what we all saw i assume because what i saw looked like Looked like shit. It was standard. I rented it, was, it on it was, iTunes. It was SD trash. Yeah, yeah it was similar. Very grainy on Amazon for me. I, I do. Yeah, I would love a 4K something or other. Like, let's do it. Let's Zardoz um, it up. Yeah, because th- and this part's really trippy. Like he is going. He keeps like like and, it, it, and before it gets to the super infinite mirror stuff, it's like him going in this weird fun house and he keeps going the wrong way and like pressing up against glass. It's it takes a little too long, but it is effective in sort of like disorienting kind of a situation i mean you can't like end a movie like this very normal <laughs> like no, so you, no you can't try a normal narrative like tighten it at the end of this so you kind of have to go explosive like this well because the train can't just go off the rails it's got to go off the rails while it's crossing a fucking high up bridge yep. and fall into a river <laughs> precisely <laughs> like a fucking buster keaton movie you know what i mean <laughs> i like lo- he's just getting yelled at in this fun house it's hilarious and then uh he shoots, he's like just firing wildly, he shoots a mirror, and this was a cool effect, because he like shoots himself, and what they do is like, they film Connery falling down, like he falls to his knees, you can see the bullet hole, and he falls out of the frame, but there's a piece of glass, and you see the bullet hole in it, and did you did you catch this? It, the blood was coming out of the bullet hole? Yeah, it's cool. Nice effect. Like blood just coming out of this mirror, it was fucking awesome. And that's basically, he has defeated, bested the tabernacle and destroyed it. And now he's like, now he's basically beaten God and Charlotte Rampling, who's been going up and down the fucking, uh, the vortex looking hither and thither for him, finally finds him and she's like, 
you know, I'd like to fuck you instead. He's like, I fucking told you. <laughs> like, it just, See, look, you, you'd never, you never got the visage of my hard willy out of their <laughs> eyes, did you? Because she says, uh, he says something like, oh, yes, uh, once you chase something long enough, you'll want to become it and also want to fuck it. Also, what <laughs> if my dad married your mom? Is all I'm yeah. saying. I think they're and your mom was Lois Griffin. <laughs> I I don't know. Step Consuela sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I, I guess they were trying to go for something where it's like she has become an exterminator, trying to kill him. So yeah. she then realizes that and stands down. Well, Consuela, I've put a couple little treats in my chest hair. You're going to have to get them out with your teeth. Face first, Consuelo. Oh, 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 use your step teeth. <laughs> Put in those dentures that are yes, not related to me. She also is like, oh, you know that guy we were looking for? He's not here. Let's all leave. But everyone starts going apeshit. And this is when Sean Connery, and this is like really trippy. He just goes to every like friend and May. He's like, Get behind me. Stay within my aura. And I'm like, what? And he starts what? traveling yeah. through time. And I'm like, wowza. This is, this is a movie. Because like yeah. they it were tr- the apathetics or something got so rowdy, they started trashing the halls of history. And then Sean yes. Connery just reverses time like that. I mean, this is very Matrix. He's got the power now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, you know, I I will always be appreciative of running film backwards. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's just like, and they do it to great effect, right? Because you see all the backwards footage and then they cut to close-ups on Connery leading all these people out and it's just forward footage. Like, it, it's practical and it works, man. It just is cool. Um, You know, it reminded me a lot of weird, like, uh, like avant-garde shit from like, you know, the 40s you know it's got a it had a big like maya darren vibe to me like at parts oh, you meshes know? of the afternoon yeah it's a good <laughs> thing that she was my step maya darren <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah i loved it and so they go back to like the old folks home and the guy who's like the head scientist that invented the vortex idea who also just looks like a RIP Mr. Wilhelm from Seinfeld. <laughs> um, they're like, they're like, Hey man. Uh, so uh, the vortex is kind of destroyed. Right. And uh, here's Sean Connery and he's kind of like the hero. And the guy's just like, Oh, perfect. And just like dies immediately. Like you can do it now, old man, you can D- die. He took this whole thing. Down. One thing. Do you promise to fuck everybody? <laughs> then I may die. <laughs> and then there's this other lady who uh, kind of looked a little bit like uh, Mila Jovovich of the Fifth Element at parts, who's just mm. like, oh, thank you so much, Zed. Now you'll keep your promise, right? And shoot me in the fucking heart. And he's like, right. Uh, you know, I uh, kind of grew out of that whole thing. Uh, I've now read two million <laughs> books, and I think I don't like that idea quite I, so much. I, I now, I, l- I now think penis good, gun <laughs> bad, actually. <laughs> and uh, but and like he's about, to, he, you know, he's showing his change. He puts his gun down, but uh oh, this lady gets lit up anyway because the uh, exterminators have breached the vortex, and now 
everyone's getting shot. It is and it's, crazy. Everyone's it's, just oof. being nailed with these bullets. And people are like, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's yes. so great. Just like being so sto- like so stoked to be murdered. Like, yeah. ooh, do me next. <laughs> this is where we see Zardos again, uh, Arthur Frey. And he's just like, yes. oh, what did I miss? And he gets shot in the head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's like him it's and him great. and our, uh, uh, him and friend are like, we did everything. Where you know, like, kind of. I think uh, Zardoz is like, oh, you know, I genetically engineered you, and then uh, Zed is like, well, in in a way, I genetically engineered you to fuck face. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is kind of great. Like everyone's getting shot. I kind of feel like if I was an immortal and I was just given the gift of mortality after being really bored with immortality. I'd kind of want to take that for a spin for a little while. Like, what's aging like as opposed to getting shot in the head immediately? Right. Yeah. And I, some of them do make that decision, right? Like, yeah, May, May rides off, leaves, gets out of there with a couple of folks. Well, she, she, and I they're believe all preg- they're all pregnant yes. with fucking yeah. Zed's progeny. Yikes. <laughs> I'm going to repopulate the earth. Good thing it's a step earth. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, this sexy step planet. I always wanted to be like Genghis Khan and have a bunch of my stepsons and stepdaughters populating the earth. There's this part when they're going away, all of these people are all on horseback. And like Connery's like kind of giving them high fives, like they like yes, at the end of dude, a basketball game. I love it's it. Kinda great. I was just gonna say that. Oh my god! Oh yeah, we did it. Oh yeah, give me five. Good game. We took good down game. the vortex. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. You fought hard. You fought hard. You fought hard. Good luck. Someone spit in the hand back <laughs> there. I can't believe good that. Good luck out there. <laughs> and the only place we can end this movie is inside of a erect, awesome giant head. Yep. Him and yep. Rampling fuck, which is important. Mm-hmm. We get and this she gets very uh, little too quick for my taste. Oh, that sex yeah. scene. Well, what's well, fucking disturbing is the fucking fake baby belly shit that they get for the well, pregnancy. It, yeah, because it, it, it cuts from one to the other almost immediately, where you don't know where yeah. one ends and one begins. Obviously, we're we're doing some trippy shit there, but it's like, whoa, is that? Yeah, species pregnancy. I don't like it. <laughs> um, well, because it's it's the way they do it too. Right? Is like. He, you know, kind of moves in closer to her, and you're like, "Oh, they're going to be getting it on and whatnot." And then it cuts, and you hear her screaming, "Zed!" And you're like, "Oh, due to the fucking." <laughs> and then when it like sort of cuts back, yeah, she's just got this insanely fake baby belly, and she's screaming his name, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this and, is like a time passing. We're we're wrapping it up here at the end of fucking six feet under kind and, of shit." And she's soaking wet, and you're supposed to believe it's sweat, but my god, it looks gross. Like it's, <laughs> it looks like a film. I'm sorry, yeah. it's viscous, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. very viscous. And then this um, is the cool shot at the end, right, where they're dressed yeah. in these green suits. I love this. And they just We're going to the Sears <laughs> Portrait Studio to get a, a fucking family photo every yeah, year. Yeah, you see the you see the kid uh grow up before your eyes in in this fast motion where you know they swap out other actors until like the kid is I guess nineteen or eighteen or something, and then he disappears, and then the two of them stay together and become grampified before our eyes. It's and turn into skeletons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Zardoz. <laughs> you never thought you'd have to contend with the Skeleton League. <laughs> oh, hello. Yes, actually, we are from the Skeleton League retirement home. We've actually <laughs> been here for quite some time. We cannot wield swords anymore. They break our bones. And now, Zardoz, we travel around in a giant skeleton head. <laughs> you thought death was the answer, but you can't escape being a skeleton. 
So now you're all skeletons and you'll live forever in the skeleton league. <laughs> that would be a rad way to end this movie. Did anyone read the trivia? No. So basically, um, it's it's Charlotte Rampling and yeah. uh, Connery have to do this thing where they have to like get into super old age makeup before they swapped about with hilarious skeletons. And they do it once, and like both of them are like, this is really onerous. And the uh, for some reason, it doesn't come together well. And Borman's like, all right, we got to do it again. They're both kind of annoyed. And when they do it, some PA opens the camera and ex- exposes Dude. the film. Oh, and oh, that, person, that person never worked in film oh, again. Uh, that person was nearly murdered by Sean Connery, literally. Like he was <laughs> choking this dude and had to be pulled apart by two people and they had to do it a third time. Is that time. true? I mean, it's apocryphal, but that's that's the story that uh, I read today. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I thought you were going to talk about the other Charlotte Rampling story where she reportedly was so excited to fake fuck Sean yes. Connery and was pissed off because it was so brief. Like I was pissed off too. I just said, <laughs> I am, but like during it, like if you were there, I mean, you get to like feel him at least. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, that's nice. Ooh. Or also, I don't know, dude. You Charlotte Rampling, be like, yo, dude, you want to go fuck? Like, yeah, you could do that. The answer is usually yes. I was I was watching this documentary about Sean Connery like years ago, and there was this lady on there, and like to punctuate every accomplishment he had, she was like. Because he was beautiful. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, that's she, weird. like she's like she's like you know he was a a male uh, bodybuilder. He was and a then movie he tried, star. Okay. And then, and then he tried <laughs> he tried to you know star out for Hollywood, and of course he got into Hollywood because he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for this fucking ace testimonial for this DVD extra or whatever the fuck you were <laughs> making. Very wonderful. But it is. I mean, it's very two thousand and one kind of an ending. But it's it's a cool one. I, lo- is, I love just yeah. the sort of like watching them. Cause, and and well, actually, it, it, they they turn to skeletons. They turn to dust, and all that's left are these handprints in the back, which yes. is kind of like this awesome. That's all you leave, dude. Just little handprints on a fucking cave. Yeah. Okay, Charlotte Rambling. We're we're really aging up here, and I don't know how much longer we'll be flying around in this huge head and whatnot. So. uh <laughs> Where should I park it? Or should we just die and let it crash into the ocean? I swear to God, if that fucking PA touches that camera again, I'll kill him! (laughs) He'll be the skeleton! (laughs) Yeah, you'll be the fucking skeleton, boy. What do you think about that? (laughs) He's definitely murdered someone. Oh, for sure. That piece of shit. Oh, man. So that is fucking Zardoz, man. Um, recommendations and final thoughts. Steve Shadak, we'll start with you. Pretty strong recommend for me. Uh, I would definitely say, yeah, wait till after the evening. You've had dinner. You've had a drink or you're just kind of getting into a relaxed mode. It's a cool midnight movie. I, I was I mean, like, it's not again, like there's a lot. There's a lot of problematic elements. There's a lot of stuff to pick apart, but it's a really ambitious and interesting movie nonetheless. And I do think it's one of the more interesting content performances that i've ever seen so it's a pretty full-throated recommend for me totally uh chris cam oh yeah big time recommend uh i i I, you know it's not my favorite borman but like almost all bormans are interesting i've only seen one that's really bad it was from 1990 and it's it's like him doing a kids movie and it is Mm. nope atrocious um yeah i never saw the late stuff 
Is it called Squeal Like a Pig, but it's just about like barnyard <laughs> friends and whatnot? It is not, although I have heard that he did do a short called that. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, a, a movie I, I like quite a bit. Uh, uh, I say also, yes, wait until the after hours. <laughs> uh, Eric? Yeah, um, it's a big recommend from me as well. I really like uh, uh, some some of the John Borman stuff I've seen. Obviously, I haven't seen everything. I haven't seen that movie that Chris was referencing. But like Excalibur is fantastic. And this movie, I feel like it was almost, it's like a masterpiece was on the bullseye and then he shot the arrow and it shot a guy on the, in the leg next to the fucking bullseye. <laughs> but it is om- yeah. it's still om- it's it's still almost there. It's got a lot going for it. It's it's visually striking. Um so yeah, it's a recommend. It's a big recommend for me too. And I think oh one thing I, I didn't ask at the top, we usually do this, but um who had anybody seen this before or was it no. first times for everybody you know for the show? It was my first time because I always kind of avoided it because a lot of, I guess like yeah. podcasts and stuff when we were starting out covered it and I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I'll get to it when I get to it. And I should have seen it earlier to be honest with you. Similarly. And I, I was expecting a much sillier movie. Yeah. Like there, I mean, there's silliness yeah. here. Obviously the, the costumes have been much, even though I think the costume again is striking. Uh, but yeah, I was expecting it to be like, goofy you know what i mean and it's definitely mm-hmm. not that it was yeah. my first time last night i had i had seen it once before but yeah the, the thing everybody knows about it is the fucking suit there's the picture of connery right. with the two guns yeah and the yeah. thing and that's yeah. what everybody knew about it it's like a meme that's why it's yes sad. it definitely yeah. and i mean that's why it, this was this whole experience was really fascinating to me because i realized like m- myself included you know because i i made uh you know at the end of our um you only live twice episode, you know, I made a fucking joke about the diaper and everything. And like, what's interesting is I feel like this movie is a really great case for like the, the zeit, like the film watching zeit, uh community. I don't want to say zeitgeist, but like the film going world, right. That is aware of this movie is just aware of it from like the memes and the ridiculous costume. And like, they haven't actually seen it because I feel like if more people had seen this movie, it wouldn't be like it, like we get this requested a lot, right? Yes, this is yeah. a, one that comes up. A lot. I feel like if more people had seen it, maybe it wouldn't have the rep that it has. I mean, you you talk about like I was reading, um, maybe it's on the Wikipedia page. You can find this out. Like uh, Borman, I, a lot of it is pulled from Borman doing like a DVD commentary. But he was saying like like the the reaction was so bad at the time that people were literally leaving the movie theater and telling other people that were online to not oh, go see the movie. Yeah. Like that's what the fucking reaction yeah, was. It was and so like, negative. The critical reaction too. Like most of the reviews yeah. were negative. Yeah, I'm glad we're all recommending it because it's like, yeah, it's silly. And I think the analogy about like accidentally shooting someone in the leg instead of the masterpiece bullseye is right on. But like I appreciated the ambition. Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I appreciate like low-level sci-fi, but, like, the ambition and the low-level, like, kind of were, like, ships in the night, and it just, it doesn't function the way he wanted it to, but, like, you should check it out, man. I have to say, do not pay those criminals $200 for a Blu-ray, but, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. st- stream it on, on Amazon for three bucks or whatever, you know, you you got, uh, you could do worse. That's right. You could do worse. It's definitely worth your time, you know, definitely with uh, a little bit of what just got legalized in New York. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. That's why, like, one of these days, I am in for a Zardoz rewatch, and I will do it the right way. 
but that is Zardoz, everybody, from 1974, directed by John Borman. I got to see more of his movies. Uh, if you want more uh, of us here at We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, there's an episode of We Love Movies coming out this week that we're talking about Goldfinger, keeping in line with Sean Gone Month. Uh, we got a Gleep glossary that's uh, already out on yeah. uh, what was that person? Uh, Reese Yees, who you might remember or don't remember actually from the background <laughs> of Jabba's sail barge. We, he's like the goat faced fucker. He's got three <laughs> eyes. He's got goat face, and he gets fucked in the face. But it's from his step brother, so it's cool. Gotcha. It's a step hut. <laughs> <laughs> My step hut. We've also got um, the Mighty Ducks cartoon coming out pretty soon on Animation Damnation. That's a funky Uh, episode. We've also got Melro 210 coming at you. And stalked by my doctor, the once in a lifetime inaugural episode coming this month. Super excited to do that. Yes, yes. So a lot of of stuff going on on the old Patreon, patreon.com slash we hate movies. But as always. On this main feed, the WHM Prime feed, as we call it, Steve Sadak, the show rolls on next Tuesday. Uh, Sean Gone Month continues. God, we're so disrespectful to the dead at all times. All right, PD. What are we talking about, Steve? What's the next Sean Goner? Well, there could only be one, you understand. Uh, oh. It's Highlander time, everybody. Yeah. Get your punch cards ready. Yeah, exactly. Now, of course, this should have been a WLM, but, you know, sometimes... Stuff happens. Well, 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 we should announce it's going to be an Eric solo episode. That's right. <laughs> it's, be, it's four hours long. We've already recorded it. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, <laughs> whew, boy. If you thought uh, Zardos's uh, Arthur Frey's talking head at the start was something of this movie, get ready for that episode. I'm stoked to rewatch this dude. It's been a dog's age, and I got to tell you, I am ready for some Clancy Brown. Yes, mm-hmm. Christopher yeah. Lambert, which we should maybe <laughs> get more into. I've been watch. I've, I've watched some of his other movies. Uh, they're yeah. bad. Uh, I guess we should do them, but they're a little boring. But Ooh. man, Christopher Lambert is a presence despite everything that's going on with him. Eric, seek out a movie called Night Moves. Oh, I have that on VHS. Yeah. Oh, dude. The Gene, the Gene Hackman movie? No, no. no. It's a K. Oh. It's a chess. Oh. It's a oh. chess thriller. Wow. Yes. No. Oh, he's like <laughs> Cabin. He's like a chess master, and there's assassins after him. Yep. Oh, my God. No. I watched a no. movie. <laughs> I think he's got another assassin movie called like Resurrection or something that I saw that wasn't good. But then also he had this movie called Gideon, where Christopher Lambert is like, I'm an angel visiting the old folks' home. <laughs> oh, no! And it's, 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 it's got a, I think it's got a deep cast, but it's, 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 it's boring and bad. Yeah. But. <laughs> See, I mean, so if, because I'm very Lambert ignorant, so like, if we can find the ones that are bad and entertaining, let's do a Lambert month, Ooh. but I ain't talking about no angel in an old folks' home, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I don't know. <laughs> you just said it was boring! It is, but we're not. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, man. So until next week with Highlander, where we definitely will not be boring, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy, Zardoz. That was a HeadGum Podcast.